This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I honestly feel so alone right now. I did not expect this particular thing would happen to me in my life. I don't want to talk about this, but I also do want to talk about it because I personally just need to get things off my chest and I need to vent. Something happened recently, and it sucks. It sucks a lot. And what I want to talk about is when you make it in tech, the two reasons I went to tech, and these are many reasons that people go into tech as well, is because you want to be able to make life-changing money. And I've been able to do that. And I'm not even at near the peak of that yet, right? One thing that you hear about when you don't make good money from people who do is that when you do make money, people tend to want to take advantage of you. And it's not even friends. It can more than often be family that does this. I'm not saying family can't ask for help from you because you make good money. But it can often ruin relationships. When I had friends who would ask me for money, I would give it to them and I'd be like, don't even worry about paying me back because I don't want that relationship with my friends. When family members would ask for money, I would just give it to them and not ask for that money back until they kept asking it over and over again. I'm like, all right, you better pay me back. And if you don't, then I'm not helping you next time, right? Well, I'm in a position where I fortunately have been able to help my mom and my stepdad. And I'm thankful for them for what they've done for me in my life. In particular, when I was living in Orange County, in Los Angeles, a little bit outside of the city of Los Angeles, when I had no money, my mom gave me money for food, even when they were struggling themselves, and I'm thankful for that. In result, when I started making six figures, I offered to help with their rent. I offered to help with the rent, which I did. I would send them like a couple hundred dollars a month. And then when the pandemic happened and they lost their job, I paid their rent. And I actually continued to pay the rent for about two years, I think. Of course, I mean, I make decent income. And this was before I started making the money I make now, by the way. This is when I was making uh, just around 100K, a little bit less than 100K when I started doing that because I don't want them to be homeless. The rent was pretty cheap back then, too. And so I started helping them. And when you pay the rent for a couple months to get used to it, then you pay it for one year. 
and then you pay it for two years. They kind of expect that money to come in for a very long time because they're just used to it. How do you go from paying your parents' rent to not out of nowhere because they have a job again, right? They got a job to start working. Um, and during this time frame, I originally moved to Nashville. I lived there. I left Nashville to come back here to Vegas to pay all my parents' rent, but not just their rent no more, their utilities, the internet, the, the, the cable bill, you name it, everything. So they don't have to worry about money no more. And so I moved back with my parents for I think like a year, if not less than a year, um, back here in Vegas where I'm at now. And I guess they assumed that I would pay the rent for the rest of their lives. But of course, that's not going to happen. Of course, as I get older, as I grow my career, and as I meet someone, I'll get married. So I'm currently engaged. I don't have my ring right now. I mean, I just have a promise ring on me. But I am engaged, and I'm getting married next year. But anyway, anyway, back to the story. While I'm living with my parents, paying the rent, right, everything, I buy a Porsche. Well, I bought a Porsche before I came back, right? Right before I came back here to Vegas to live with them and pay the rent so they don't have to worry about money. I bought a Porsche in Nashville. I brought it here. And obviously, right, next to their older cars, it feels uncomfortable when you see that your son is doing more, well better than you, right? Being pretty, I mean, you know, it just, I, I know they're happy for me, but when people, you know, in, in Filipino families, what I'm trying to say is people like to look like they have money. Right. People like to look like they make a lot of money even if they don't. So they buy all these flashy things. For example, when I moved here, okay, bought the Porsche. And by the way, that Porsche is only a small percent of my income, which is why I bought it. Knowing that I'm paying my parents rent, what they ended up doing is they bought a AMG. I think it's a C-Class, though. though Two-door coupe Mercedes-Benz. AMG. Like top-of-the-line AMG, right? And I got kind of pissed when I saw that because from my perspective, you know, they were struggling and which is why I offered to pay rent and pay for everything. And I saw that and I'm like, why did they buy that AMG again? Because it had the Porsche. So that when people open that garage, when, when people, we open the garage and people pass by our house, they see, oh, they have a Mercedes AMG and a, a Porsche SUV Macan. Oh, gosh, it must have a lot of money. Right. And that's kind of how Filipinos are. Right. A lot of Filipinos. And that's how my parents are. And I, I kind of let it go. And I was like, Mom, I did talk to my mom. I'm like, why did you buy this car? That car is worth three times your salary income. Right. They don't make a lot of money. Like literally considered poverty. They're considered poverty. And so when they bought that, I was kind of upset and I felt like I'm funding their lifestyle. Right, they go back in the credit card debt. You name it, because I'm paying all the bills. And so I saw that Porsche. What did I do? I sold my Porsche. I bought a Honda CRV. It was new. Was it new? Was it used? I think it was new. I don't remember. But I, I think it was new. I bought a brand new Honda Touring CRV just to show my parents and my friends and family that just because I make a good income doesn't mean I need to show that off and flaunt it. Right. And I wanted to kind of be that example to my younger siblings, to um, people who look up to me, be a better example, uh, because just because you have money doesn't mean that you need to live exorbitantly. Right. And so what happened I just want to make sure I'm actually recording the audio on here. I hopefully I think I am. That would be terrible. Yeah, I am. So, OK, 
I sold that Honda CRV, got tired of living with my parents. I wanted my own space. I got engaged, right? So it's time to like get my own spot. So I got my own place, which is this. I lived here. I've been living here for about a year and a half now. And I'm getting married next year. I'm getting married around March or April next year. And because I'm getting married, they have a Mercedes Benz. They seem to make good money. And so I told my mom a couple days ago, I think it was two days ago, mom, I'm getting married in April next year in about eight months. When I get married, I'm no longer sending you guys money for rent. By the way, by the way, actually, before I get there, before I moved here, actually, when I moved here to my own house, because they bought that Mercedes Benz, because my family bought that Mercedes Benz, I told my mom, I'm not paying all the rent no more. Right. So when I moved here, I was still paying the rent. Then I told them I'm not paying all the rent no more. I'll only pay half. Why? Because I didn't like that they bought that Mercedes Benz. Why? Because if it wasn't for me paying the rent, they wouldn't afford that Mercedes Benz. They actually still can't afford it. Right. Um, I, I felt like I was paying for the lifestyle. Right. They're going back and like I saw my mom's firm account going back in the credit card debt loans when they they're buying things they can't afford. And I just I don't want to fund that for me. I'm the kind of guy where I want no debt. I pay off everything. Right? I hate debt. And then I didn't want to fund that lifestyle, that habit of theirs. And so I told my mom, I'm not paying all your rent no more. I'm only paying half. Right. And so now I'm paying for this house and I'm paying for half of their house. And then, like I just said earlier, I'm getting married next year. My fiance will come here. We'll get married around April. And I told my mom, I need to focus on my own family, starting my own family. And I can't pay their rent no more. I can't help with their rent no more. They need to do it themselves. And then I included, I really felt like I was paying for your lifestyle. And I told her the reason that I just explained to you. You know, I've been paying the rent for a couple of years and I didn't expect what would happen next. What my mom did was she got mad at me, started yelling, like through text messages, all through text messages, yelling at me, um, telling me things like, you pay your fiance a salary, but when she lives with you, you don't need to pay your salary no more. Why can't you just help us instead now that you're not helping her? The thing is, my fiance works for me, right? I don't give anyone just to give them money, except it was my parents. Um, even my fiance, she, she works for me, right? I pay her more than what her actual job was paying her she's a teacher and so she helps me with youtube with sponsorships of emails and so i pay her a really good salary and you know my mom used that against me you pay her as, an, as a you know as a, someone who works for you pay her so much money why can't you help us when you're not even going to need her to help her no more because you both share the same bank account when she comes here um, when you guys get married and I told my mom, mom, she's my, you know, she's my contractor. She works for me. Of course, I'm going to pay her for that. Um, and of course, things got more heated. And, you know, and then she changed things around. You know what? I'm not offended that you want, you're going to stop helping me. I'm offended that you're saying. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're funding my lifestyle and I'm like, mom, I am. 
And then uh, my sister even called my mom and was like, why are you mad at Chris? Like, of course, he has a right to not pay your rent no more. Right. Um, and then my mom even told my sister, did you hear what Chris said? Chris said he's paying for my lifestyle. And my mom was like, mom, can do to Steve, which is what we call our stepdad. Can he even can he even afford to pay the house? And she's like, yeah. Can he afford to pay the Mercedes Benz that you bought and a house together? No, he can't. But we'll figure it out. And then my sister said to my mom, well, then that's what Chris means. He's funding your lifestyle. And then in the background, my stepdad has the nerve to yell at my sister. Shut the hell up, Caitlin. Right. I got so pissed. If I was there, I would have I wouldn't have done it, but I would have wanted to sock him in the face. I won't do that because I have my whole life ahead of me. Right. And I have kids I'm going to take care of. I'm going to get married. But that's just how much anger I felt inside hearing that from my sister. And so then what my mom told me was, Chris, and by the way, I told my mom that I would continue paying, helping with the rent, paying half the rent for the next eight months until April. And then what my mom just did, and this was the day I was supposed to send her the money for rent, by the way. You know what, Chris? I'm blocking you. I'm changing my locks. Don't ever come here. Don't ever ask us for help. We're never talking to you again. Block me. I never spoke to her since then. And then she said, and good luck watching your dogs. And that really hurt because my fiance is in the Philippines. And my mom knew I was going to the Philippines in two weeks. Or I think it's three weeks. No, it's in two weeks now. And she purposely blocked me and said those things to hurt me, knowing that I would not be able to go to the Philippines to visit my fiance for two weeks. Knowing that I'm also flying to San, going to San Francisco for a week for a conference. Knowing that that would affect my job as well, my career. So now I'm bringing my dogs with me to San Francisco. I'm putting them in the hotel. So I'm driving to San Francisco 10 hours rather than flying now, right? My mom purposely did that to hurt me. My mom purposely did that knowing that I won't be able to see my fiance. I spent all this money for a nice resort in this really nice island. Plane tickets, very expensive. Airbnb hotel, gone like that. And my mom did it on purpose to hurt me. And I think that's the part that hurts. Because everything else I could have forgiven, right, out of all the things she was saying to me. But the fact that she did that to purposely hurt me with my future wife, that would be the mother of my children, of her grandchildren, the fact that my mom did that to purposely hurt me sucks. And it sucks because if I didn't make good money and I wasn't, if I never initially offered to send the money, this would have never happened. And I'm in this position today because I made good money, because I told her how much my salary was every single check, not every check, but every offer I received. Because when these companies reach out to me and saying, for example, I'll offer you this much amount of money. And I would always like celebrate that for my parents. But now when I think about it, I really feel used by my parents now, by my mom and stepdad, not my dad. Because now that I think about it, every time I would celebrate, mom, this company was offering to pay $300,000 a year. That's insane. That's more than what like some doctors make. But really in her face, in her eyes, it was, okay, so how much more can you help me? And to be honest, I knew this was happening, right? I knew that, you know, I mean, and I didn't mind because it's my mom, right? Like, I wanted to support her. Like, I was looking at houses with my fiance, at houses I want to buy, and I wanted to buy this next-gen home, next-gen. And what a next-gen home is, is it's a, it's a nice house, a big house. But within that house, it's like a studio within it. Let's say if you wanted to rent it out so people help you pay for rent. Find a house 
buy a house with a house in the next gen so my parents could live there but we still have our separate you know areas so that they don't ever have to worry about rent for the rest of their lives i was literally looking at these homes so they would never have to worry about that ever again with three car garages so they can have their own car their garage they can park their mercedes-benz in that garage right and I was thinking of all these things. I moved here to Las Vegas from Nashville. I had a nice penthouse in, Las, in, in Nashville. And I moved here to take care of them, right? And so for them to cut me off just like that um, and to purposely hurt me, that hurts so much. Because for me personally, it is, it is very hard for me to trust people. Because I do put out there how much I make. And, and to be quite frank, people email me every day, Chris, can you hire me? And people message me because they want something from me. And the only, the very few people I trust in the world were my parents and my fiance, right? And some friends. And that's it. Now it's some friends and my fiance. It sucks. And this is the, I feel like this is the consequence of doing well, even though one of the reasons I wanted to do well was to help them. And I would have continued helping them. But seeing them like buy these kind of things because they know I'll always be there hurt me. And I felt like I was being taken advantage of. Hence why I said I would stop. But in the long term, I wasn't going to forget them. I was going to buy a large house, five bedrooms, you know, four bedrooms that would accommodate all of us to take care of them. And so it just sucks, right? To be honest, I'm here in Vegas. All my friends are in Los Angeles. I have no friends here, right? I'm only here to help with my parents. And of course, it helped that they took care of my dogs whenever I traveled, hence why I would send them money. But when I'm sending them money and I'm married, my wife, my future wife, would be able to take care of the dogs when I travel, hence why I said I would continue helping with them with the rent only until when I'm married. Right. And it sucks. And, and it feels weird to put this out there. But it, it really is... It really sucks because now again i'm here in vegas i feel all alone i have no friends there so it's interesting because my company where i work now um, we're going hybrid now now i could stay remote if i want but the offering if anyone wants to move to san francisco to relocate they'll pay to relocate us now i don't really want to move back to san francisco right i love it here in vegas but like now it's an option i'm considering and just leaving and this sucks, right? But it's part of life. I'm fortunate that I have my fiance and I trust her a lot. I'm very lucky to have her. But this sucks a lot. To have your mom, you know, see those things to you, even after helping them for so long. And yeah, it's my mom. She doesn't have to ask for help. I always offered to help. She, they never asked for it. I offered it, right? And so it sucks. It hurts. But it's part of life, right? It's adult things, and this happens. Right? My goal here on out, and it's been my goal for a couple of years already, is that when I do get married, when I do have kids, which will be next year, when I do old, become older, when I do retire, hopefully if I make it to that age, I want to make it where our kids will never have to worry about taking care of us. They can live their lives. Where if our kids end up being close to being homeless, then they come home. We'll take care of you until you find another job, of course. 
Hence why I'm only living off half my check now. Hence why I'm saving so much more money now. Why I stop buying things. I don't even eat out. I cook all my food, except maybe once a month. Twice a month, probably. But I feel so alone. I feel lonely here. But I just have to deal with it. Right. I, I guess when I think about other ways I could have handled this was maybe tell her after I went to the Philippines. <laughs> or, you know, tell her in person rather than text. Right. Um, my sister, when we talked on the phone the other day, after my stepdad talked to her the way that he did, my sister told me we really do only have each other. Right. We have two brothers, but there are half brothers and not a full. Right. She's my full sister. And she told me, <sighs> we really only have each other, you know? It sucks. But um, I'm going to stay strong. I look forward to starting my own family next year, having a kid right away. I'm already turning 36. I'm getting older. Um, I'm losing a lot of weight. I'm not sure if y'all can tell, but I've lost around 30 pounds in the last four months, three to four months. And the goal is 40 to 50 by the time I'm married, right? I was 240 pounds. Now I'm 207. And I started four months ago. My goal is to hit 190, 180 actually by April next year. So I'm so excited and to change my life, change my family tree, and hopefully build a stronger family than the family have now, right? Well, anyway, thanks for taking the time to listen to this, y'all. I don't know what y'all can learn from this, but I just really need to vent. Let me know what y'all think in the comment section below. And if you could, please subscribe. See y'all next time. Peace.